You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1298. But you don't know what a deal was today in Dallas-Fort Worth, right? And you shouldn't know that. That's what the data tells you. And this is where Privy can really separate the people that are just so focused on lead generation. That's all they see with their blinders is, I need a lead, I need a lead, I need a lead. And then they get a lead and they don't know what to do with it yep. because they don't know how to comp, how to evaluate real estate. They don't know what a deal is in their specific market. And guess what they do? They hesitate, they procrastinate, they don't take action. And I bet you most people have come across deals that they didn't even know were deals and they passed or, or missed out on it because they didn't know the real estate side of the business. And that's what Privy is really good at is teaching the real estate side of the business through the data. I love it. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. In your real estate business, you can buy leads, you can wait for leads, or you can go out and you can get the leads yourself. And I think there's a big misconception here. There's a big misconception that the only way to do that is to door knock and to make cold calls. And I totally understand that because that's, you know, you see a property on the street that needs some renovation and it's not on the market. So you want to reach out to that property owner and you want to ask them if they would consider an offer on their property. And that is how we build momentum. You know how you also build momentum? You can be proactive on properties that are already on the market, properties that are on the MLS, properties that are showing, hey, listen, I want to sell my house. It might be listed a little bit too high for where we're at, but maybe if we start negotiations, we can put together a deal. And that's what I want to talk about here because I've got the master, the app. There is not a single person on planet Earth that knows more about getting deals off of the MLS, off of on-market properties than my friend Benson Juarez with Privy. And so I'm so excited that we have him here on the podcast to talk about what we need to do to get deals that are already listed. Benson, welcome. Say hello to the Rhino Tribe. Hey, everybody. What's going on, Brent? Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Now, listen, I have gone most of my career off market, right, Benson? I mean, mm-hmm. just full disclosure, I see ugly houses, I write them down, I call them up, I try to make something happen, right? Conversations and offers, conversations and offers. And then a couple of years ago, you come out with this thing called Privy that shows you all of the best opportunities that are listed on the market, what kind of discounts they're already listed at and who we should be spending our time with. So let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how are people getting actual deals that are listed and how you can beat out the competition to get those deals. Because once it hits the market, the whole world sees it, Benson. So how do we do this? How do we, how do we go in there? and get offers and get discounts on properties that everybody sees? It's a challenge on both sides of the fence. And to your initial point about what you did for so many years, that works. Like it absolutely works. There's tons of people that are having success with it, but there's challenges with that because it's really a sales job, right? 
you have to be good on the phone. You have to be able to build rapport. You have to get people to know, like, and trust you. And you have a small window in that conversation to be able to convey value that you're the one they should do business with, or they should they even talk to you, right? So that sales position, not everyone's good at sales. Like there's a reason why salespeople are oftentimes the most highly paid people at a company is because they bring in all the revenue. Mm -hmm. And and can you learn to be a salesperson? Yes. But for most people, it's kind of a gift, right? You've heard people say the gift of gab. And so some people just have the innate ability to just build rapport and then do business and then actually ask for the sale and close, right? Um, And that's what you teach in your program, right? And that's that's one of the key parts of it. So that's not for everybody. So for the people that don't, aren't good sales or or maybe you're having some trouble learning that skill, how else can you find potential deals? And it's by leveraging data to find potential opportunities of people who've already raised their hand and said, hey, I want to sell my house. And they're like, oh, cool. And and that's what everybody wants in the off-market world too, is like, I want a motivated seller. We're the motivated sellers, right? And so oftentimes what that attracts people to is people who are in distressed situations, foreclosures, absentee owners, vacancies, code violations, tired landlords. Like there's all these different lead sources that people are attracted to. So they're looking for distressed situations, which helps to create motivation to sell. Then you have to convince them to sell you the property at all. And then you have to convince them to sell you the house at, at a property where everybody can make money and it makes sense, right? So there's like these multiple layers of hurdles that you have to overcome. And again, people are doing it very well. So with on-market deals, you solve the biggest problem, which is, hey, I, I need a motivated seller, right? Yep. So that's the cool thing about on-market deals is that these people have already said they want to sell the house and you know what price, you know where the starting point is for negotiation. Off-market, that is somewhere in the ether and you have to uncover it by asking you know, questions and, and figuring out what their, what their pain points are. And eventually you can get to what's the number which is another challenge, right? So that's the beginning of it. And that's the core of going for on-market is eliminating some of the the problems right out of the gates and then starting with the negotiation. I get it. I totally get it. But what about the competition, Benson? What about like, you know, multiple offers that all properties that are hitting the market get? You know, in, in my market here in Phoenix, if a property hits the market, they're getting, you know, eight to 10 unseen offers, right? They they haven't yeah. even gone out there. They haven't walked the property. They're just getting automatic offers and uh, people are just hoping that they lock it up. And if they do, they can make something. If not, it's just a numbers game. It's true. So here's my my perspective on that is that if, if anyone is out there using distressed situations as a, as a lead source, you're not the only one with that list, right? Right. So as soon as that, that list hits the market, we'll just say, well, it hits the public. Then everybody else that's looking for motivation also has that list in that market. So if you pull a list of foreclosures for Maricopa County, guess who also has that? The 10,000 other wholesalers in that market. And guess what they're doing? They're knocking on their door. They're cold calling them. They're text blasting. They're, set, they're putting in sight unseen offers too. So there's competition regardless of where you go and find deals, if you're using lists. I would argue that the true off-market deals that no one knows about are the ones that people find for driving for dollars. Like Those are the really the ones where you can say, okay, there's a good likelihood that I'm the only one that knows about this because I'm driving by and I'm seeing this house 
that has deferred maintenance, the grass is overgrown, mail is falling out of the mailbox, and now I can go do my research, but there's a chance that thing's probably on a code violation list. There's a chance that if it's vacant, it's probably on a vacant list, or it's in foreclosure. So that, in my mind, is like where you could go to find really no competition, but even then, there's a possibility there is. My question is, how do you get your offers accepted? Like, what's some best practices that'll beat out those automatic offers? I mean, should we be calling these agents? Should we be building mm-hmm. relationships with these agents? Oh, yeah. Should we maybe not just see the short-sighted, this one listing? But what about the other listings they have coming? What about, in my experience, there's really two types of agents, right? There's agents that are that are focused on lower to middle income properties. And then there's those agents that are luxury agents. And so I've always found if you reach out to the, the lower priced agents, they usually have referrals from these sellers. They have other properties in the neighborhood that they're selling that need some renovation. I mean, they kind of specialize in listing properties that are in rougher shape. You build a relationship with them. Holy cow. I mean, they just pipeline right into you all these leads before they even hit the market. Totally agree. And actually, I would even consider that to be off-market leads too. It's just that the source is different. So those there's and there's houses that are listed on the MLS that people have raised their head and said they, said they want to sell. And then there's the conversations you can have with those agents because you're having those conversations in an environment they're comfortable with. Like you're calling, you're interested in a house, you're asking them about the property. And then a point you get to a point and you say, oh, by the way, do you ha- do you have any other listings that might be coming on the market soon? Right. And that's those are the pocket listings. Those are actually off-market leads too. It's just they're not coming from the motivation of somebody had some violation or, or is defaulting on their mortgage or whatever. They're not coming from a, a list. It's coming from an agent who has a relationship with that particular seller. And that is probably one of the more valuable relationships you can build is like, who's talking to these people that they trust? And a lot of people don't want to put their houses on the market. They might be raised their head and said they wanted to sell. So they talk to an agent and that agent is like, okay, cool. Well, we got to clean this crap hole up, right? We got to take your photos off the walls. We got to fix, you know, we got to fix this and we got to fix that. Oh, and by the way, you're probably going to have about a hundred people walk through here in the next two to three months. And people are like, oh my God, like, I don't want to deal with that either. And that's the situation that creates a pocket listing yep. where they're like, well, what are my other options here? And an agent might say, you know what? I've got another option for you. Let's not list it. I've got some buyers who I work with consistently who have the ability to close, who can get deals done. Why don't we run up past one of them and, and see if there's a deal that could be made? You're awesome, Benson. I love this conversation. I've got so much going on in my head right now. I'm going bananas. But before <laughs> I I really get into, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody know how my team uses Privy. But will you explain for anybody that has never heard the word Privy in regard to real estate, what exactly the tool is? And the reason, guys, this isn't an ad for Privy. This is a unbelievable. If you're gonna go after deals on the MLS. 
you have to use Privy. It's not even close. You can you can even have access to the MLS directly yourself, but this does all the mm-hmm. legwork. It literally emails you all the potential discounted properties that you should be reaching out to on a daily basis. It's absolutely incredible. But what? why did you build Privy and what does it actually do? So... I wanted to address what you had talked more, talked about before with the agents. That's a, that's an important lead source. I think that everybody here should be cultivating. When it comes to Privy itself, what I realized is that you don't have to go after motivated sellers so much as you can go for motivated properties or distressed properties. Let me let me rephrase that. You don't have to go to distressed owners so much as you can go for distressed properties. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think the opportunity is for on market deals if you leverage the data properly. So if you're in an area that has low investor activity, and when I talk about investor activity, I'm talking specifically about fix and flips. Because fix and flips is what drives after repair value, right? And that's how we measure how good a wholesale deal is, Mm -hmm. is based off of a percentage of ARV. Now, every market's different. In Los Angeles, I might be able to buy a house at 75 or 80% of the ARV, and it would still be an amazing deal. Or do a wholesale deal at 75% of the ARV. In the Midwest, I might have to be at 45% in some neighborhoods for the numbers to make sense, especially on those low-priced homes. Because the cost of putting up drywall and running wire and piping and all that stuff, it's going to be the same in most of those areas regardless. So the cost of of construction, the percentage of the cost of construction goes up on those low-priced homes, which means you have to get at a lower discount, Right. Most people don't think about that. They think that there's this universal formula that you can use all across the U.S. that will allow you to do a deal in L.A. and Philadelphia and Oklahoma City the same way. It's not that way. So what we realize is that the local market education is one of the keys to being able to be a successful wholesaler. And there is no place that I believe, and, and you can you know tell me if I'm wrong, where you can get good local market information that will educate you on what a deal is it's better than the data itself. There's no books, podcasts. You've got a great course. You've got the Rhino Tribe, really like tight ends, great accountability group, community. But you don't know what a deal is today in Dallas-Fort Worth, right? And you shouldn't know that. That's what the data tells you. And this is where Privy can really separate the people that are just so focused on lead generation. That's all they see with their blinders is, I need a lead, I need a lead, I need a lead. And then they get a lead and they don't know what to do with it. Yep. Because they don't know how to comp, how to evaluate real estate. They don't know what a deal is in their specific market. And guess what they do? They hesitate. They procrastinate. They don't take action. And I bet you most people have come across deals that they didn't even know were deals. And they passed or or missed out on it because they didn't know the real estate side of the business. And that's what Privy is really good at, is teaching the real estate side of the business through the data. I love it. Yeah. Listen, the biggest hurdle we face when we're getting started is, is this a deal or not a deal? Because we don't want to disappoint. We don't want to set an expectation for the property owner that we can't fulfill. And we don't want to set an expectation for ourselves that, that we're going to like, you know, not be able to get this across the finish line. So I love it. I mean, the ability to, I, I love this about Privy guys. They have pics of properties that were bought as is, and then pictures of the property once it's flipped, right? So you get to yeah. see, wait a second, okay, they bought it for this price, they sold it for this price, you get to see the transformation that happens, 
and you get to see who was it, who the investor was that did this flip. So now you've got a solid cash buyer that you can choose. And this is just something that we do in our market because we have a lot of pride in our city, our state, and we want to sell deals to people that are going to do a really good product. And so Jeremy, my disposition manager, will literally take less of an offer to sell it to a better investor that's going to put out a better product than somebody that, you know, just kind of slaps things together and it's just like lipstick on a pig and it doesn't really increase the value of the neighborhood. And so there's a lot of pride that's involved in that. And a lot of, you know, you can drive by the properties that you've wholesaled and see the turnaround in the neighborhood. You can see the turnaround in in the pride on the street. It's incredible. And you get that right there. You can literally see it's a button, literally a button that you push to show to see all the fix and flips that have happened in a zip code, in an area, in a in a geographical little you know circle, or you draw a map. You can do all these things and see all the cash buyers, what they paid for what they're doing and who you want to work with. And it's powerful. Not only that, but I mean, it's going to filter out the best deals to go after on the MLS. And, and maybe it's not the deal that you get. Maybe it's, it's the, the deal after the deal because you build a relationship with mm-hmm. that agent. And again, it goes back to what Benson was saying, the comps. It shows you the yep. comps. It shows you what the highest sales in the neighborhood are currently. And so you base your your numbers off of okay if this if this property is totally renovated and it's looking beautiful it'll sell for this amount. So then you just start working backward to get to your calculation on what you should offer. It's incredible. I mean it's just a powerful tool. I love it. I love it. And and, yeah, and let me let me go ahead. Um there's a progression to how I show people how to use it because what you do is you find those high investor activity areas and then you basically you're thinking several steps down the line. You're beginning with the end in mind. And I think that most wholesalers, they look for deals where they live because it's convenient, right? And it's comfortable. And that may end up working for them. But if they live in Hayes, Kansas, where no one's flipping, well, guess what you don't have now? You don't have buyers. So your disposition's screwed. And even if you had a buyer, you don't have the comps to prove after a pair value to that buyer because there's no flips. So if they're just smart about where they look for deals, they're going to solve a lot of the problems that come after getting that property into contract, which is proving value and then having disposition strategy and a disposition outlet. Yep. So avoid the Hayes, Kansas, avoid the rural areas of the world, avoid Northern uh, North America, if you can, and choose these high investor activity areas, which most of the time end up being in like the Midwest, lower prices, lower price points. Lots of houses that have deferred maintenance, you know, solid brick ranch homes that people love to renovate. And then guess those are, there's a lot of uh, demand for those. And then the buyers want those things because they're easy to flip. They don't want to come in and do a luxury flip that takes a year and a half to cost them a million bucks. And maybe they got five potential buyers for it. They want to go and create, okay, here's it. I'm going to put, I'm going to put, you know, luxury linoleum flooring on there or laminate. I'm going to do the same countertop I always do. I'm going to do the same pay. I'm going to do the same cabinets. I'm going to be in and out of there in 60 days so I can do another one. And those are the ones that sell fast. And they know that. So the data tells you that. I can go into a market in Indianapolis, for example. I can find specifically which neighborhood I should be sourcing deals. And not just on-market deals, also off-market. Mm-hmm. So the education that we teach you will help you in your off-market marketing strategies as well. 
Because the really the goal is, is I want to find the unrenovated trashy home that's next door to the house that was just flipped. Love it. And then that creates the margins. Margins appear out of thin air. Whereas if I find a trashy home that's next door to like grandma's house, that's just well taken care of, you know, and it's, but it's still like original 1960. Well, I have to submit a lowball offer on that house to make the numbers work because it hasn't been renovated yet. But if that, if grandma's house is renovated and now that thing's worth 30% more, I can offer a more realistic price that grandma's more willing to accept and you're not offending her because it's some lowball offer that no one's going to take. I love it. You know what I like doing, Benson? This What's is that? uh this is something that we do in our business. You've got these properties that are smoking deals. Hit the MLS, they take an offer, it's gone, right? And everybody's like, "Oh, well, I got to go look for the other ones. I got to go look at putting backup offers on yep. these properties because listen, if one in 10, one in 20 of these backup offers on all the properties that are already under contract, all of a sudden that buyer gets wiggly. All of a sudden that buyer, you know, asks a ridiculous amount of price reductions uh, in the inspection period, or they're not real buyers, right? They're just, mm-hmm. you know, trying to lock it up and sell it to their cash buyer database and, and can't really close on it. You get those ones that fall out. You stay in front of those agents that have these incredible listings. You're the backup offer on them, and you ca- you communicate on a weekly basis. How's that deal looking? How are we looking? Let me know if anything is, if there's any friction b- building up in this transaction. Let me know. Anything's slipping, let me know. And then all of a sudden, somebody backs out of a deal. There's 15 other offers, but they take yours because you're talking to the agent and the agent's like, you know what? My client is frustrated. They just, the buyer just backed out. They need somebody that's going to guarantee close. Are you ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go. I'm telling you, I mean, you're going to get deals if you put in backup offers and communicate effectively. Nobody's doing this. Nobody is doing this. Nobody's putting backup offers on on on-market properties and communicating effectively with the agents for when those deals fall out. And then you slip right in, you get that deal. So smart. It's so smart. You absolutely should do those backup offers. And um, there's also a thing that I like that's on market. That's a strategy is called an escalation clause. Mm -hmm. If you've ever used it, if the people in the, in the audience haven't heard about an escalation clause, so you write an offer on an on-market deal and you tell them what your your price is. So basically like this is your lowest offer, right? And then you can say in in the clause in the contract itself, I will increase my price by $1000 above any competing offer up to a maximum price of XYZ. So this is an automatic trigger so you don't have to do the back and forth with the faxing and the emailing and everybody signing things which gets tiresome. It's an automatic trigger that will change the price of that contract to go above any competing offer and you don't have to do anything. It just happens on its own. And I've won several bids using that. Banks don't use them. They won't allow for those. However, regular homeowners do. Some agents need education on it, but they, they're actually, they like it because it saves them time. They don't have to go and do the back and forth with you. So an escalation clause is another good thing. But I, I want to mention too, Brent, that in, in the progression of using Privy and then Becoming that local market expert, knowing the best place to look for deals, you know, ex- pulling lists and doing your off-market strategies in those markets. 
Then we actually have a proprietary patent pending button that we created in Privy where you just click this one button that says find similar active deals. And it takes all of those closed deals that just happened and it uses those as a model for what a successful deal looks like. And then it reverse engineers it and applies that same model to all the active deals. Mm -hmm. So let's say there was 2000 deals on the market in your area and you tell the system, I want it to be just like these deals, but I want it to be a three bedroom, two bath, 1200 square foot property or more in this specific zip code that's at 50% of the ARV. It runs all those calculations, goes out and finds those properties for you. It builds a comparative market analysis, right? Just fancy name for a property report, pulls comps for you to show you the data that proves it's a deal. And then it sends you an email alert. So you get that in your inbox. You know that's available. You can look at the comps, make any tweaks to the comp adjuster that you want, and then take action, submit an offer based off of the numbers that you know are adequate for that neighborhood. So you can take action quickly and we eliminate 95% of the work. And why a lot of people don't like doing MLS deals is because they spend 95% of their time running comps on properties that aren't deals. Yep. Yep. So what we do is we get rid of the 95 properties out of 100 and then allow you to focus in on the five that are and then eliminate maybe some of the ones that are not deals because the comp was on a river or you know, you're on inside of an exclusive gated community or something like that. And then you can find those two to three deals that are really good deals and just write the offers confidently. Yeah. And just understand this. When you are going after on-market deals, real estate agents are going to expect 1% earnest money. That's just the industry standard. You can negotiate that, but typically they're going to want 1% for earnest money. They're going to require a proof of funds. You can get a proof of funds. I've got videos on the Brent Daniels YouTube channel on how to get this. It is not difficult. Uh, I highly suggest you get a local hard money proof of funds uh, or letter of credit from them um, because the agents will call them up and will make sure that you're registered with them. Not even registered, just that you've been approved by them. And all of, all that takes is like filling out a couple things. Uh, nothing, not your credit, not your job history, not what you know, you have in your bank account, none of that stuff, uh, because hard money lenders are asset-based lenders. They're looking at the deal, not you. And you need to be able to speak the agent's lingo. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. need to be able to, to go in and, and have good conversations and, and get on the same side with that agent, build a real true alliance with that agent to get this deal done and and whatever that takes whether it's a uh, it's a 2 week escrow or a 30 day escrow you you guys are aligned you guys have that alliance and so this is this is some of the things i think Benson that kind of stop people from from taking action with on market deals but if you if you understand that you just set it up up front you can rock and roll i mean absolutely rock and roll with these and and you go after on market properties is powerful. It's absolutely powerful, and then it's just a numbers game from that point. It's a numbers game and it's a relationship game, and it's just being consistent. And it's the same thing that we talk about here: just staying focused, mm -hmm. taking massive imperfect action, and having conversations and making offers. That's what this whole business is about. It's incredible. It so I mean, if you're going to guys, if you're going to go after on market properties. Do not be intimidated by real estate agents. They want to get that deal done. 
All right. They do. And you got to use this tool. I mean, it's taken all the legwork out. I remember, listen, in 2005, Benson, I was sending faxes, fax offers. <laughs> my Myself, my best friend, Mike Mahoney, we had a real estate team. We we're real estate agents. He's in the hall down, down the way from me now. He's part of my business now. And we would send uh, 80 offers a day through fax machines, bro. Through fax machines, just sending it out at like the hottest market of all time in 2005. We weren't getting anything, but things were, we would get one or two here and there and we would give them to our investors. We had no idea what wholesaling was. We had no idea. We were just commission chasing. You know what I mean? And, uh, but it absolutely worked now where you, you fast forward it way past. I mean, that seems like agent history and the tools right there. I mean, you could literally just open it up, see all the potential properties to go after, and soon push a button for all the all the the properties that are similar that just got flipped and they're on the market at a discount. Is it active yet? Well, that's active. Well, now. That's active now. It's actually active now. That's one of the, the key components of it is the automation, right? Like <laughs> most people here probably aren't doing this business full time, so they need some way of transitioning from like yep. the side hustle and the hobby where you get a deal here and there, but it's really hard to make it a business to like really getting business-like results where you've got consistent, predictable uh, income yep. and deal flow where you can take it and maybe do it full time. Awesome. One of the biggest niches that we identified recently, and this is brand new, Brent, is that we recently partnered up with the largest provider of rental data comps in the industry. We got over 130 million rental data comps right now. So why does that matter to a wholesaler? Well, guess what? Most buyers that are in the industry right now aren't flipping. Mm. They're buying properties to put into their rental portfolio. Yep. And I don't know what the number is. I think maybe we talked about it before, but one out of 10 are flipping, two out of 10. 19 so, so million I, buy and hold investors. 19 million. There's, there's not 19 million flippers. I'll tell you that. There's certainly not 19 million uh, wholesalers from a, from uh, my my good friend Evo Dragonoff that owns Batch and Batch Leads and Batch Skip Tracing brought in a consultant to see how many wholesalers there were uh, that were just either part time or full time or just getting started or whatever and it was between 50 and 70 thousand. There's 19 really? million rental uh, landlords. You know wow. what I mean? It's incredible. Yeah. So this is one of the things that Privy can do for you. So like if you're wholesaling and you're looking for another niche, another tool to put in your toolbox, you want to add landlord buyers to your buyers list. 100%. And then you need the ability to be able to speak their lingo, talk things like cap rates, talk things like on cash, on cash return, annualized gross yield, because that's how they're measuring how good it deals. Yes. Do they want a discount? Sure. Everybody wants a discount, yep. but they don't need a 50% discount for it to make sense. They might be able to get a house at 80% of the ARV as long as it cash flows two or 300 bucks a month mm -hmm. and meets their other criteria. Maybe it's a 10% cap rate. Privy now is analyzing every property from a rental perspective too, so that when you get the buy box of your landlord buyer and they say, I need a 10% cap rate, you can enter that into Privy. Privy will go and find all the properties that you can buy that are at a 10% cap rate and match all their other deal criteria and automatically send it to you. And then you can share that information with your buyers and the actual comps that prove that. It's it's game-changing. There's a, there's a huge niche out there of people who have had been having problems with fix and flippers because there is still some uncertainty and some 
uh, flippers have been sitting on the sidelines or just being way more conservative about their buy box, landlords are snatching properties up right now and they need deal flow. They need you as a wholesaler to bring them deals that match their deal criteria. Do you guys do a lot of training for the people that your customers? Oh yeah. I think probably too much. Um, my team's asking me to pull back, but we're currently doing two live trainings per week. Awesome. Uh, how can people, how can people sign up? How can people get privy? Well, there's going to be a link for you in the uh, comment section or in the, the show notes. And then you're going to use the promo code Rhino tribe to get a special discount just for the Rhino tribe people in the community. And that's going to take 30% off of our annual plan or 20% off the first month. Awesome. Um, but this will get you going. They'll get you in the system. We've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. There's absolutely no risk. But with our guidance and our training and also the Rhino Tribe philosophies, accountability, and community, there's no doubt in my mind that you won't have success. You just have to take action. Guys, check out the show notes. Check out, uh, just click it, get in there. If you're going to do deals on the MLS, go bananas. I'm telling you, it'll blow your face off. And if it doesn't, you get your money back. It's a win-win. So Benson, yeah. you're the best. I could spend hours Thanks, talking man. to you. Um, and I think it's really important for people to understand that you are an investor as well. This is born out yeah. of our industry. This isn't born in the lab of Silicon Valley. This isn't born in the lab of, you know, some, some kid writing a paper in college, uh, you know, putting together an app or something like that. This is, this right. is born from our industry. And I have always found the best long lasting tools that actually provide results are born in the fires of actually going out and getting deals. And so uh, I love that you have so much experience in that. I love that, you know, listen, Benson comes on to our support calls um, once a month on Thursdays in the Rhino Tribe mentorship group. And for a long time, you were you were calling us from a house that you bought, an incredible place that you bought from using Privy. Oh yeah. I believe in the data so much that I picked up and moved my life for nine months Yeah, to St. Louis because I knew that was an area that I could get deals done. I did it remotely for many months and I had wildly you know, successful uh, transactions, but I'm like, I want to build a portfolio here too. So I'm going to just get a little bit more in the, in the trenches with it. And um, I'm finally back in Colorado, but it was an experience. Like I don't just practice it. I actually go and I don't, I don't just preach it. I actually go and do it. Not only the owner, also a customer. Yes. I love it. Benson, mm -hmm. thank you so much. Um, awesome. Guys, the link will be in the show notes. If you are going after on-market deals, if you've got a congested schedule and you just need to be as efficient as possible and you want to go after those properties that you know they already want to sell, you know that they understand the values on some level, that they, that they have to sell at a discount based on the condition. If you want to build the relationships with agents that are going to just text you when they come across a listing, make sure that you click the link. Get that 20% discount code using Rhino Tribe. Absolutely incredible. Thank you, Benson. Thank you, Brent. Awesome. Listen, Bye, everyone. that's it for our show today, guys. Um, you know it. I know it. Anything that you need, go to wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. We've got an, an incredible amount of tools, downloads, resources, trainings. Go there. It's all complimentary. And if you really want to take it to the next level, if you want that 40 hours of support a week, if you want to learn everything that there is to know about real estate investing and wholesaling and building an apps, an incredible 
uh, business, long-lasting business. Click that apply now to join the Rhino Tribe mentorship. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. We have the best people in there, and uh, we're, we're there to welcome you with open arms. Check that out. And that's it. What an incredible podcast episode. I will sign off, as I always do, encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time, guys. Love you. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.